can I talk about my first guest? Yes, absolutely. Give my first guest lowdown. is someone is that is very, very, very special and near and dear to the entire city. This is a, a wonderful lady by the name of Stajabu. Stajabu was born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, raised in Camden, New Jersey. Yes, she's yes. a writer. She's an uh, editor. She's a producer. She's a poet. She's a health advocate. She's a prison rights advocate. Activist, Activist, graphic artist, and craftsperson. Mm. Her, um, Stajabo and her daughter, VS, Dr. V.S. Chochezzi, are Chochezzi. a unique mother and daughter poet team known as the Straight Out Scribes. Bad, they bad. Bad girls. They have read their original works with at, at numerous venues in California and nationally. They are widely published and have received many honors and awards and have self-published seven books. Not one, but Not seven two. books of poetry and two CD compilations. Whoa! The newest anthology is titled Mudcloth Roots and is available from straightoutscribes.com. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we welcome Stajabu. Yeah! yeah. Welcome. How are you doing? We Welcome. are honored. This is this is amazing to have you here. Welcome. This Thank is big you. stuff. I know. Thank you. Can I talk? You can talk. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Say something to us. Because y'all talk. We can talk. Yeah. Y'all yeah, can talk of a storm. This is black it is a talk. talk. Show. This is a talk Sacramento. Show. <laughs> Let's talk, man. So what you got to say? Tell us about yourself. Like what? Tell us. Tell what us you what you. Know, man. Tell us what got you started in this poetry world. I've been writing poetry since I was like six years old. Six oh. years old. And what was what was that? Can you do you remember that first poem? No, I don't. But do you have an idea of what it was about? It was probably about my mother. About oh, your mother. Okay. okay. Yeah. Because well, we used to entertain our parents back in the day. Okay. Right, right. It's like we didn't have TV. So my sister and I would do different things to entertain the folks. Okay. To get their attention. Right. You know, after dinner, somebody would recite or show something they made, colored a page, or anything okay. to, to entertain my folks. And my brother would do something. And we would always do something after dinner to entertain people. So I learned a lot, a lot of lines in church, like different passages and Bible proverbs verses. and stuff like that. Yeah, I made things. That's well, you know, if you know um, Stajabo, she is a craftswoman. I've seen some outfits you know, I sew too, but I sold a sewing machine. This sister sews by hand, and so I'm always looking at her, and I want to be looking, and she tells me, uh, don't be nosy and stuff. So I don't <laughs> get a chance to look and see very much, but she is a craftswoman to her heart. Yeah, I got that from my mom. My mom was a, uh, she was a seamstress. She sewed everything, and all my sisters are very into making things too. We we always talk, what you making? What you making? You know, when quilts. One can make men's suits. I mean, I wow. tell people she could sew a house, okay? All she needs to do is see it one time, and she will make that house with her sewing machine. <clears throat> so, yeah, we all sew or do some type of handcraft. But you are, you're in the jeans. I've seen the jeans. Um, you are amazing with repurposing things, reassigning yeah. outfits mm -hmm. from what was to what is, and I, 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 I think that's amazing about you. That's a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun to just take a garment and add things to it or cut take the sleeves away. off and take things off, turn it around backwards, whatever. She came to and the one gallery one day. She pants, had a, they were like a size... 42 
or 50 wide. I got them in, in secondhand store and I pleated them and made them into a pair of culottes because the legs were like as wide as this table almost, right? And people always want those pants. They, I think I've the seen pants those pants. From? Yeah, so I like doing stuff like that. It's fun. And it's cheap, okay? Because <laughs> it's an original. It's only one. It's an one. original, one of only. It's only one like that, you know? And uh, so it's really a lot of fun. I think she has. She gets a kick out of going to, like, thrift stores and finding what she can find. Yeah. Uh, she walked up on me, and she had on a T-shirt one day, and I am now the personal owner of this T-shirt, which has Donny Hathaway on the cover, Whoa. on the front of it. So she finds some great things in the repurposed shop. Yeah. Okay. So talk to us about poetry. Poetry... To me, it's like breathing. I, I write all the time. Um, it's not difficult for me to write poetry. I write on any subject. But poetry is not my first. Um, my first inclination is to write about a subject. Like um, people will ask me to write about something, and I, I have no pro problem writing about anything. Poetry to me is, is more recreation. There's so many serious things going on in the world. I'd rather write about those things. Right, uh, right. <clears throat> I've written a lot of articles about Mumia Abu-Jamal, about uh, the Mu family, Africa. I've written a lot of fam uh, articles about the poor, uh, the homeless people. Anything that's uh, where people need to concentrate their interests, I feel. Uh, I like to write about those things. That's my first inclination. Uh, I read a lot. So when you read a lot, you have all these words. Right, right, yeah. You know, you have all these words, and then at the least little opportunity, they start spilling out. And since I don't talk much, writing is the way I express. So since you read a lot, are you a... Um member of the local library? Do you go to the library a lot, or what do you do? Sean, I practically live in the library. <laughs> I love the library. So so what, is, what, book, what books are you reading right now? Right now, I just finished a book. Uh -huh. I read everything, too. Okay, okay. So there's this author called Lee Child, and he's written about 25 books, and his character is Jack Reacher. Okay. So Jack Reacher novels are about this man who's a loner, and he solves crimes, and, and he's really an ex-army uh, ex patriot. Yeah, they made a movie about that. They made a movie about him. Yeah. Well, yeah, I saw it. It, it was played by, um, what's his name? He was a Top Gun guy. Yeah, what's his name? He, he played it. <laughs> yeah, he's a famous one. Yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. famous one. Yeah, yeah. I, love I that think guy. he's won a couple of awards too. Uh, what's we call it awards? <laughs> so yeah, so Jack Reach is one of my favorite authors, and uh, mm -hmm. because his books are very fast-paced and um, interesting, because he always has a little moral in there about how to treat people. And how to respect people and stuff like that. So he's one of my favorite authors. Before that, Ta-Nehisi Coates, both his books really captured me. 
I listen to them twice on okay. audio. Oh yeah. Are you, yeah. Are you are, okay? You did I the love audio books. Mm-hmm. I love audio books because I can do my craft and listen to a yeah, book. And listen, mm-hmm. yeah. I hate to waste time. Oh. I'm too old to waste time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that much time. She said she's too old I'm too to waste, old waste time. time. <laughs> you know, I hate people to waste my time because I don't have that much. Like time. I don't got no time for this. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. It's so like get a life, right? I try yeah. to get as much done in a day as I can, and I never have enough time in a day. Right. I when I go to bed, it's because I just can't do another thing. <laughs> I can't do another. Th- I just have to go. You just fall in bed. You yeah, fall in bed. Yeah. So and even you, then, I'm thinking, dang, I could be doing this. <laughs> when you write, do you write? Do you write more than one poem at one time, or do you work solely on one and then you go to the next, or do you? I I write a poem, bam. And then bam, bam, bam. Like oh, that. She, she, like, oh, she's good. And sometimes I write three or four poems in a day. One time I wrote a whole series of poems called Laundry Poems. I love those. Because they just came to me, you know. Well, do you, can you tell me a laundry poem right now off the top of your head? No. Okay. okay. <laughs> I can read you one. You can read yeah, me one? Okay. Yeah, because I write so many poems, I haven't memorized Well, while, while you look for a poem, I'm going to play um, a song off of your CD called Priorities. Okay. And um, while you look for a poem. I yeah. have the poem. Because I don't waste time. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead and don't waste my time. Yeah, and it's, that's it. Okay, well, we're going to listen to this. I want to write a poem priority. so bad. So bad. I can taste the words. Feel them oozing out my brain. When I go to sleep, they come whisking through my mind, half waking me, changing time dimensions. Blinking loud in orange and blue. Write me, write me, write me you. Write a poem like Gil Scott Heron, Luna Baruca, Sonia Sanchez, Nikki Giovanni today. Whoa, whoa, yeah, I yeah. like that, yeah. yeah. Okay, now what, 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 what CD is that off of? It's called Priorities. Priorities? Yeah, it's, one of, it's, it's like, it's up there with Jill Scott Heron. So, it's like, so, so it's the name awesome. of the CD is called, called Priorities. Priorities. Yeah, okay, and where can we get CD. the CD at? Um, from them, yeah. you can just c- contact them, and they have the CDs. St- okay, straight yeah. up. Okay, so how can straight we contact? <laughs> so, so people are listening to this, and they want to Amazon.com. Amazon.com. Amazon.com, or you know, straight out. Or straight out. Wherever we read, yeah. we usually have CDs, especially if Insa'a has made some for us. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okay. Okay. That. So you were going to read a poem. You were yeah, from but the, uh, I just heard that poem and it, it reminded me. I wanted to tell you some of the people who have inspired me to write. Okay. Okay. Uh, through the years, because we don't operate in a vacuum. None of us, you know, we all stand on someone's shoulders. That's true. Uh, <clears throat> and I stand on some great shoulders. My parents were wonderful people. They they knew they had an odd child and they let me <laughs> run with it. Yeah. They tried not to. You know, smother me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They just kind of like, she's okay. She'll right. be all right. She's special. <laughs> <laughs> she's special. I'm my parents. And I'm sure since you were in a room full of talented people, you felt that too. Yeah, absolutely. Right. You knew right. you were yeah. different than other yeah. kids. Yeah. Well, yeah. But uh, <clears throat> they 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 fed me. They fed me music. They fed me gospel. They fed me. They fed my. Uh, need for creativity all the time. Wow. My dad would take me to bars. I hung out with him. I went fishing with him. I went deep sea fishing. Okay. I've done so much stuff just because they 
no, I needed that. Right. And they they kept giving it to me. What they were saying was keep this child yeah, busy. Yeah, keep her busy. Yeah, she stay out of trouble. And yeah, and and they could see I was absorbing things. I didn't talk, but they could see I was absorbing sure. things. Sure. and so once I learned to read, they just let me roll. They let me read anything. I read porno, I read everything. I read Oh wow. They were very could, liberal. You remember Tan, Sepia? Yeah. All yeah. those, you know Like the Love Romance <laughs> magazine <laughs> things. <laughs> I read Sepia <laughs> magazine. Saturday afternoon at the corner ice cream so they store. Have to explain the birds to bees to you. <laughs> no, no. They no. let me read everything. Mary Poppins. I'll be reading Mary Poppins one day and So who's behind the green door? Too hot to try. <laughs> 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 That's and crazy. She was, she was listening to Red right. Fox while, while reading. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so the, some of the shoulders I stand on: Nikki Giovanni and okay. Alice Walker, uh, Gil Scott Heron, the Last Poets, Imam Baraka, um, just so many, many. Sonia Sanchez, um, Jane Cortez, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite Jane Cortez because she's so hardcore. Mm. And, yeah, she um, passed. Yeah. yeah, she a passed. A lot of them has passed. Baraka has passed. passed yeah. Yes, and we all going to go that way. Sooner or later. So you got to say what you got to say. Right. Say it now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Before that day. My Angela. That's it. It's like a lot of <laughs> those. Angela, yeah. yeah, all those inspired me to write. And I passed it on to my daughter because I was always giving her the same inspiration to write. And all of our friends were writers. All of my friends were writers and poets, and, and she was always around those people. Right. So, she so it's affected. Yeah. Okay. So what was it like? She was so how did, that, how did that come about, uh, you know, the discussion and saying, well, let's, let's team up. Let's have a, daughter, a mother-daughter team. It didn't happen like that. Um, I was in Oakland reading with a group called the Candlelight Poets, they were called the Candlelight Poets because we couldn't afford to turn on the lights in the building <laughs> that we read in. And these are some great women. Uh, Tarita McKell, um, Ayana, Mama Ayana, some of the great, great, great naturalists and conscious women in Oakland were a part of that first group of people. Uh, Avacha was one of them. Uh, Wanda Sabir was one of them. These are people who are right. still making... making um, big strides in the black community. And so we were all gathered and read to each other. And when a group called the uh, Black Poets with Attitudes came out of that, and Sonata moved to, uh, from Delaware, I think, into the, to California, and she started hanging out with us. And she would bring a poem, and then pretty soon they introduced us together. Okay. And we'd go back to back. And then I wrote a book for my mom because I was leaving for Africa and I didn't know if I would, when I would be back. And she said, I want to put some poems in the book. I said, come on, let's do it together. Oh, wow. So we put a book together called Crucial Comments and Vicious Verses. We, I typed it on a typewriter, threw some graphics down on it, took Did it to Kinko's. Did you say a typewriter? Typewriter. Yeah, hey, you remember you know those what a typewriter things? is? Let me try it. <laughs> hey, I, I, I have one. I have one. I, I keep have it one. just just, yeah. just for the sake of a kid. Yeah, just yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have one too. Yes. Yeah. Took, I took it to Kinko's. We made forty copies. Whoa. Took it to the Ashby Flea Market. Sold all forty copies for ten dollars a piece. Okay. In okay. two days, and that helped finance my trip to Africa. And after that, when she saw you could make money with poetry. If you know it, Sanana, it, it was on. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what part of Africa did you visit? Excuse me, Sudan. Oh, okay. Khartoum, to be exact. Okay. Did you stay a long time? 
Three months. Three months. Oh. And, yeah. and it changed your whole world. Of course. Basically, yes. Of course. They have nothing. How did you compare that to Camden, New Jersey? Africa? It was, Camden. I was prepared. Okay. After living in Camden. Oh, yeah. You, you will be. <laughs> the asphalt jungle. Kind of the same. They didn't even know that oh. I could I could throw together a charcoal cooker. Right, right, right. They didn't even know I could live without toilet paper. They didn't even know that. They they thought that, you know, I was a spoiled American. Right. And uh, I taught them some things. Okay. They taught me some things. I mean, I know like about 50 things you can cook with potatoes. Mm, okay. Because and they just knew a few things. Right. <laughs> so I you mean, brought you, you, you had game. You brought y'all, a game. y'all never had smothered potatoes and onions. Onions, right? <laughs> they said no. <laughs> Get some of that dirt and sprinkle on this potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was Gravy. totally prepared to live in Sudan after okay. living in Camden, because okay. we just had the basics when I grew up. We even had a pump. We didn't have running water. My dad built the first bathroom, and he did the plumbing and the electricity. Oh, okay. So, so now, after, yeah. after, have you, um, you know, in your travels, you've been to Africa, you've lived in California for a while, you lived in the South. What's it like when you go back to Camden, to the roots? What's it like when you go back there? How do the people receive you after you've done all the things that you've done? They don't pay me no mind. <laughs> they, you know, Camden is deep. It's, it's a lot going on there. Oh, yeah. And um, they have struggled. Oh, they yeah. have struggled just on a daily basis, you know. Well, you know, I'm from Jersey, too. Not a, yeah. a few parkway exits north. Yeah. And it can get rough. They have struggled. And uh, just keeping their kids uh, alive mm. yeah. in the school systems yeah. and trying to keep them out of gangs and trying to provide activities for them and making enough money to live. And so, drill teams. So drill teams are big back there right now in Camden. Drill yeah. teams. And that's what they're doing to keep the kids, a lot so, of them, out of trouble. So it's kind of a facade because you, when you think about the American life of uh, people living in America, that you think that everybody kind of lives, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. right. You must have got a wrong yeah. TV. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, and uh, – some of the people are doing quite well, but you know the majority of people are in the struggle. Yeah. Well, but you, we have to learn. They how got to do a lot well of we have struggle. a lot of people in jails. I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a ridiculous. lot of our activities, a lot of daily, uh, just our daily run-ins, is dealing with our friends and family in jails. Yeah. You know, yeah. like to get a package. Well, also, together. too, is that Let's a lot of visit. the a lot of the maximum concentrated prisons are are in the south. So no, you have, they, well, they got one in New Jersey called Rawway yeah, State a new Prison, co- New yeah. Plantation. So a lot of those, Rawway, no joke. Yeah, a lot of those maximum um, capacity prisons are in the South. So that's how they subsidize white people's jobs. So, but on another note, can you grace us with a poem? You know, it's gonna make my day. Well, so what? this is a poem that's hanging on the wall for Writings on the Wall, which is an exhibit going on right now mm-hmm. at Luna's Cafe, mm-hmm. and the closing reception is gonna be on the thirteenth. February 13th at 7 o'clock. No, at 5 o'clock, I see. And this is called Clean Love. So in keeping with the love theme, uh, with the uh, beautiful art that we have hanging on Goss's wall, (laughs) we met on a bus, became friends, then lovers, moved in together. He hated his work, had secrets, Loved me from a far-off land I could feel in his thick, heavy dread. 
He led, I follow, because his far-off love was more tender and sincere than any of the possessive, ego-involved, mechanical, obligatory copulations of my past. We had no car and no wash house near enough to walk to, so I washed our clothes by hand and didn't mind because we both loved the smell of wind and sun in our small place that mingled with the frankincense, frankincense and the wafting whiffs of cumin, fava beans, collard greens, goat cheese, dalmas, coffee, along with the non-champa, patchouli, marijuana, aromas on the clothes of visiting friends, speaking Arabic, Swahili, Spanish, French, Jamaican patois, Louisiana patois, antibonics on weekends. Our palate was full, soft, and clean. He slept still, his body dark, ebony, long, lean, sinewy, face full, bearded, and peaceful the last night we spent together. The call came from his friend in broken English. He was gone, and my only solace was the comfort of knowing that when he gently kissed my forehead and left for work that morning, everything he wore, even his coat, had been freshly washed and smelled of wind and sun. That's that clean was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, and yeah. you know that was um, man. It talks about a lot of issues there in that poem. I mean, even right now, um, I mean, with the immigration thing. Yeah. 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 So that was the last day you saw him, and then he was gone. He was gone. gone. Yeah. Yeah. That's very it's sad and beautiful at the same time. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we have writing on the wall, and that yeah. is going to be. February 13th at 5 o'clock. At Luna's, do you have writing at Luna's on the wall? Cafe, 16th Street. Hmm? Aren't you hosting? Uh, do you, are I am hosting. <laughs> I have writings on the wall as well. Yeah, you have a writing on the wall. Yeah, too. you do. I saw yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You, it's going to be there too as well. Mine is about love. Yeah. Well, the whole the whole art the whole thing, thing is about, about love. love. But, yeah. yeah, but I got real deep about love. Oh, you got real deep about it. <laughs> <laughs> I needed a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> he said, ain't no superficial thing about this love. <laughs> <laughs> ain't so, no superficial love. Where is the most obscure place that you've been hired to do your poetry? I mean, because you all go mm. everywhere. I've, I've seen the crowd that comes to see you. Your crowd is everybody. So what's the most unique venue that you've had a chance to perform in? One time we performed on a farm. <laughs> a farm out past Davis somewhere. Oh, God. oh, wow. Okay. Okay. How was that? It was deep. I was going to say it, it. It was deep because... It was a lot of people there. It was a, it was a closing of a camp that had been there, oh. and they asked us to be the entertainment for their program. But it was so far out, we couldn't even see any signs of a city anywhere near. So, it's oh, a y'all farm. was in the boondocks. Yeah, yeah. way Ooh. out in the boondocks. Yeah, that was deep. Oh wow. So yeah, we f- we performed on a boat one time. That boat <laughs> is down there, and and um. Uh, the, oh, you talking about the, the Delta? Oh, oh you talking yeah. about that the one? Delta in, Queen. In Old the Sacramento. Delta Queen, yeah, yeah. we performed on a boat. In yeah. Old Sacramento, that's, uh, yeah. That was kind of strange. So as a person that's so seasoned in your poetry, like, <laughs> it was rocking. Yeah, I was rocking. <laughs> 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 For a person that's so seasoned in the poetry scene, um, are you are you hassled by hecklers much? Do you How do you deal with hecklers? 
Because we always, we, I always like yeah, to figure I, out people. I ignore hecklers, but my daughter usually wants to punch him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I ignore them mostly, and uh, I just keep reading. And eventually, they want attention. If you don't give it to them, they usually go away. Okay. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever been in a performance where someone started doing your poetry louder than you? No. Okay, that's good. That's good. And I don't play too much. <laughs> I won't tell y'all what she really says. <laughs> She's got a certain amount of words that she uses, I don't play and too it much. starts with. I will don't. stop the show and and ask people, you know, can you remove that person or whatever, yeah. whatever it takes to keep the the flow, flow going. going but know? she has a statement that she uses, and I'll just say it starts with "don't" and it ends with "me." <laughs> so y'all figure that out. <laughs> well, you know, I don't have that much time to waste. It's not, I don't have a lot it's not, of time. It's not the Texas motto, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a lot of time for her. Because, you know, I gotta get it done. I'm here to do the poetry because I have other things to do. Okay. So, do you have any upcoming projects? I'm uh, sure we have. Uh, I have a new book coming out in a oh. few months, uh, probably doing. Is it a solo history. work or is it? Yes, it, it is. Okay. It's a solo work called Caldonia's Daughters. Caldonia, you know, Caldonia. Caldonia. What make your big head so hard? Boom. Jerry, know what I'm talking about. Yo, yo. Yeah, I don't know what y'all talking about. So, Caldonia's Daughters is a science fiction anthology, and it's seven chapters. Caldonia had seven daughters, and they populated different planets, and it's it's out there. Okay, it's okay. So, what do you think the book will be out by summer or it's, before? It's Sonana's publishing it. She's doing the uh, publication. Okay, so okay. So we, we we plan to release it during Women's Her Story Month. Okay, okay. It looks like we're on schedule. Keep okay. it in the family. Okay. Right. Work with the daughter. Let the daughter publish the work. Yeah, yeah, the mama yeah. does the editing. Right, and well, we they have edit one each daughter other. who's a photographer. She did the photography. She did the photography on the cover. Mudcloth Roots, and that's a Jessica Jessica C L. Yes. We have everybody doing a little something something. We have a da- uh, one daughter who's had children. Yes. Because we missed having little babies. And <laughs> it's she, your turn. It's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> your job you, is. You assign, you assign that to her. <laughs> You're going to have the grandbabies. They nicknamed me the regulator. Right. right. But right. I didn't regulate that. <laughs> and we yeah. have a husband. That's that That's that juju. <laughs> yeah. That's that Nigerian got, juju. <laughs> like. she, she married, so we call Billy our husband. Okay. Oh. <laughs> we have a husband in the family. <laughs> Everybody can't say husband. that. <laughs> Billy's our husband. He's the family husband. <laughs> and, it's just, and he's a great guy. He's yeah, also Billy's an a artist. Great guy. Yeah. great guy. He loves the kids. We I, and after the Super Bowl, we went over to the kids, and uh, I said, you know, they're more fun than the Super Bowl. <laughs> they, we had so much fun just watching them play. So yeah, I, everyone in the family does a little something. Some good, and everyone is a poet. All the girls they write. My granddaughters are great writers, and uh, they're also avid readers. They read a lot, and um, and it looks like the little ones are following suit. So now, since you like to read so much, this is this is the argument: book or palm pad, or whatever. You, would you prefer to hold the book or computer in your hand? Book is is what I like best because it doesn't require batteries. Yeah. Right, okay. Right, Basically, right. I can take a book anywhere. Just like I was listening to Nikki Giovanni yesterday, and she was saying that she hopes that if they put all the books online, someone comes up 
with an idea that when the pages turn, you hear the sound of the page turn. <laughs> okay. And she said she would also like to have a little bit of the smell. <laughs> of well, the it's paper. a ritual. It is. It's well, actually yeah. a ritual. Right. So to yeah. be able to have, you know, like you said, the smell of the paper, to to be able to hold the book. Mm -hmm. I, I'm a book person too. Yeah, but, I like. You know, too. I don't mind doing the tablet thing, and that's cool for a quick reading. But if I want to get into it, that's mm -hmm. it's, it's the book. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I love going to book And then plus, you know, I don't want nobody to be able to pull the plug on me. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you don't pay your bill. Mid-book. Well, you know, anything digital, though. Right, right. The, the digital thing, man, you know, it's not always going to be here, you know. So right. they, they lock you out of your stuff. Yeah, you know, they'd be like, oh, you can't have this book today. Well, they be like, oh, you know, the company went out of business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and books are so useful. I mean, you can write a table and stick it under things. You can... Make shelves. I mean, you can do so many things. You can level your bed book. out with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can hit somebody upside the head. I know. Yeah, yeah. You can throw it across the room. <laughs> like, Negro, I said. You're going to learn today. You're going to learn today. Hit you with this knowledge, boy. <laughs> this dictionary. We love Beat books. Beat down by knowledge. <laughs> All right. So we, we got, we got um, two more minutes. So two more let's, minutes. Um, okay. You want to read something? else for us? Yeah, no. Cool. no. <laughs> I guess oh, she told, she told me, didn't she? <laughs> I have been told. Well, would you, Lawrence, do you have another song for us? Huh? Do you have another oh, one? Oh, yes, I can play something. Can you play something for us? Yeah. Because we, we want as many people to hear these young ladies, or this young lady, as much as possible. Um, I, My experience, I take my hat off to, these, to this lady and her daughter for helping me get my career as an artist started in Sacramento. Mm -hmm. Straight Out Scribes were a part of an organization that I first got involved with in town called Zyka. And Zyka was a, is, Zyka, Zyka is an organization for writers and poets and publishers and all this kind of stuff. So I got it, I'm not, I, I wasn't writing anything at the time. And I got involved with Zyka because I figured I could paint and draw the covers for the books. Mm -hmm. Well, when I got involved, I found out real quick that the publishers are the ones that do the covers, and so I was out of a job. But um, V.S. Chochezi and Stajabu told me to go down the street and turn right and turn left and go through that door. Mm -hmm. And I'm here 16 years later, so I thank right. you once again. Mm. All right. And this is, um, this is um, indicative of um, them working together, I think, or is it by yourself, by with you, Stajabu? Mm. I have to... Well, I have to listen to it and see if it's a weave. It is a weave. So this is this is um, called um, Black Woman Poet. It's a weave between uh, Sajabu and uh, Sanana, so her daughter. A.K.A. V.S. Chochezi. Doctor. doctor. Doctor, excuse me. Doctor. doctor. She, she going she to you know, touch you if you don't put that doctor on. <laughs> well, she earned it. Doctor. My mind she is a warrior is up to the a universe. Shiro, a shrine. And I'm having trouble staying grounded. A black woman poet can word English up like nobody else. And you know I'm right I don't right want to speak or write. Or Just want to say with my mind a and black woman feel poet with my soul. can spin a yarn that will take you someplace fly. you've my never been and never would go if she hadn't been there before and decided to tell you a thing or two my about mind it. Is opening Listen. up. To the you don't want to mess with no black woman poet. All right. All right. All right. So now wait, right. Lawrence used the, the term. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, wait, before you go, Lawrence used the term that most use for hair. 
He said that was a weave. Well, that's what they call it. So what is what is a weave? A weave is when we take two poems and weave them together. That Thank was you. beautiful. Mm -hmm. And we appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen, one more time for Stajabu. 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 Yes.